You're tuned into Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. The last I checked, I'm the only one with a job around here. When you pay the bill. McDonald's. You got McDonald's money. <laughs> official it shit right there oh yeah oh, see y'all know nothing about that oh, yeah. <laughs> that's me right now i'm a i'm official auntie mo right now uh what up everybody welcome to black Hats podcast i ain't back um if you're not following me on instagram or facebook twitter or whatever then you don't know that I cut all my hair off. It's gone, guys. So I've officially done the Facebook reveal. You know how that is. It's like it happens. You're just walking around the world, but it's not real until you put it on Facebook. <laughs> then it's like, oh, shit. So, uh, you know, I put my official picture on Facebook with my short hair, short blonde hair, actually. And uh, thanks, everybody, for all the love. They was calling me, you know, I was getting all the auntie love. Like, okay, auntie. I was like, okay. Look, let me tell you, young boy, something. <laughs> okay, you don't play around in my inbox. <laughs> okay, youngin. Okay, you're going to get something. You're going to get more than you asked for. I'm just telling you that right now. You ain't ready. <laughs> I, might not can't, I might not pay for my own studio time, but I'll pay for yours. <laughs> go right in my purse like oh you and your little friends putting out a little rap album huh <laughs> hold on get hit my purse hit my purse how much how much they charging down there at the studio <laughs> oh god oh god i didn't i want to do this i just started this is stupid I'm, i apologize um no, I'm not high. Um, I've actually gotten some sleep, which I haven't had the opportunity to get in a while. So, woo! It's like I'm, I'm, I feel high. <laughs> like I legit feel high, which is um, weirdly amazing. I don't know. I didn't know sleep could make you feel this way, but it feels great. <laughs> um, happy to be back. Yeah, I missed last. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I told y'all I ain't shit I'm like that dude I'm just gonna come by I'm gonna drop some dick off <laughs> and then I'm gonna go ghost <laughs> uh, oh god why am I this damn goofy right now Um, but I'm happy to be back man it's just it's so much going on y'all that <sighs> I am, I don't know. I'm, I feel, I feel myself, I feel anxiety about everything that's happening. And if you're not feeling that, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm also like, are you not paying attention or do, uh, you know, do you not see what I'm seeing? Do you not see what the rest of us are seeing? Or do you have some Elon Musk money running around, laying around and you just going to drop into a fucking escape pod and, you know, blast yourself to Wakanda for real? Because I'm like, if you're a person of color in America right now, you should be nervous. Whether you didn't jump, whether you are here illegally or you here legally. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'm going to save it. 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 Um, happy to be back. Um, what else? What's going on? Oh, the missed the finals. I missed talking about the finals. So um, I just want to say this. Damn, LeBron, really? I mean, it's not even LeBron. It, it is, but it's not. It, it, it is because, bruh, every time you touch the ball, you should have been going to the hole. You saw, like, I play hoop. So anybody that played sports, any, any, any sport, you already know it. It can be a team sport, but if your team ain't doing shit, then it is on you. At the end of the day, sir, you made this decision to come back to this fuck-ass team. Yes, I said fuck-ass team because Cleveland, the whole-ass city, city, treated you like shit. 
they fucking dog the shit. When you decided, oh, I'm going to take my ass down here to Miami, I'm going to go live my best life. And they dog the shit. Listen, if it would have if it would have been 1950, they damn near would have hung your ass for real. They were they openly disrespected the fuck out of you, right? And you still gonna go back there and man, fuck that. I would have been like, man, fuck every last one of y'all. And every time I come into the city, I'ma wreck y'all shit. I'ma disrespect the fuck out of whoever y'all, whoever is on this team here. I'm when I come back to this city, I'm scoring 75. I'm not letting nobody else shoot. We win in every game. We're going to wash y'all every time I come back to this building just on GP because that's who I am. But shout out to LeBron. You know, he wanted to bring some, you know, bring some money, pump some money into the city. And da, da, da. And, I, I, and I do think that's great, but I wouldn't let the motherfucking crackers disrespect me like that. And then I'm going to go back, man. Fuck all of y'all. All y'all can die in a coal mine. I don't even know if it's coal mines in Cleveland. I'm just saying, in general, that would have been my mindset. But boom, now you back. You in this city. You playing for this team. You have to do everything. You know J.R. Smith ain't going to do shit. Is it just me? But I just kind of feel like J.R. Smith maybe got some kind of ink poisoning. So his brain... You know what I'm saying? He done got like 17 too many tattoos. And I think that at this point, he just, you know what I mean? Maybe it's ink in his eyeballs and he can't really see straight. I don't know. But I just feel like J.R. Smith's body was there. <laughs> but his game was somewhere laying under some bitch titties. He was not, his game was like, bro, what happened? <laughs> his skills was like, oh shit, we got a game today, nigga. <laughs> I'm in Jamaica right now. <laughs> tell, tell them I'll be get back for game six. Like, nigga, ain't going to be no game six, sir. <laughs> We're done here. Um, so it was like, why, why are you passing the ball? He should have passed the ball to get the ball back every time. Period. Like, the, it's not even up for discussion. Anybody that was looking at him like, if anybody would have even looked at him like, bruh, pass the ball, he should have smacked the shit out of them. Like, bitch, you know what this is. Right? We about to get this fucking ring. <sighs> but I think what's even bigger and what's worse than being swept in this whole ass series is LeBron's hairline. Like at this point, it's, you know, we need an intervention. We need, we need a, um, we need someone to say, hey, LeBron, bruh, we love you. Everybody here cares about you. Get Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union at the house. They family at this point. They all go on vacation together. What's the other cute little boy that played for Houston? You know who I'm talking about. He do all the State Farm commercials. He's short. He's short. Short for NBA, but you know what I'm saying. Have all them there. You think it's game night. You come in the crib. Everybody got something written on a note card. I just feel like they would sit him down. Remember that intervention when a dude was like, Meh, and started crying? <laughs> listen that hairline is indicative of larger problems in, her, in his home <laughs> is his wife beating him what is happening did she take all the brushes out of his house like is she demanded something bruh from you do you need help okay blink twice if you need help we could get you in a program we could listen we could send a van to the house we could drop squad you out of this situation bro but you walking around with this hairline it, no i seen a meme the other day somebody put up his hairline a, a close-up of his hairline and and like where it's balding and said that shit looked like an ultrasound and nigga it looked like an ultrasound do you know how fucked up that is <laughs> it looked oh god Oh, you know when them ultrasounds before the baby really there, they just show you like where the baby is. Like that is something in there. Like that's what it legit look like. And I'm not listen. I under I can understand the struggle of losing your hair as a man. I can I just I feel like anybody losing their hair is a struggle. Shit, when my when my edges start thinning, I I get to sweating like a motherfucker. Like oh shit, my edges what the fucking you know what I mean? But 
I'm going to take the necessary steps to try to preserve them. I'm talking about the hot oil treatment. I'm talking about mixing up some coconut oil with some olive oil, with some jojoba oil, with some avocado oil, with some little bit of tea tree oil. You know what I mean? Like putting a hot towel on that bitch, you know, stroking it in circular motion, stimulating the hair follicles. Some, you got enough money, bruh. Listen, if Donald Trump can get that goddamn, um, if he can skin them 17 squirrels and get that, that squirrel tail on his head, dye the right color, whatever that is, right? That fucking, um, <laughs> that oppression white. <laughs> Donald Trump got, his hair is Jim Crow white. <laughs> But LeBron, you got that kind of money, bruh. But the fact that no, that your wife, and I'm not, listen, I know y'all busy. Y'all got three kids. It's a lot going on. But when y'all go to bed at night, she should be rubbing your scalp. There should be a prayer set over your scalp. You should go to, like, remember who Diane Carroll played in Ease Bayou, that kind of witch doctor lady that was in the bayou? Like, you can pay to have somebody flown in for that, right? And she gonna she gonna like cut a chicken's neck and let the, and let the blood drip on where you losing your hair. All I'm saying is, why are y'all letting this shit happen week after week? You know, never mind the short set. You know that shit was trash, but hey, it happened fine right? Never mind this purse. I don't know. Maybe you needed a special place to hang your sweatbands and socks after the game. Fine, right? But this hairline at this point is, it's a, you know what I mean? It's traumatic for me to watch. I, it's traumatic. <clears throat> and all you got to do, bruh, is just shave your hair down. Just make it short, make it even around. But you can't have the Fred, the George Jefferson around the sides, and then the middle look like you know some worn turf. Like that's that's unfair for us. How can I? I can't even concentrate on the game because the whole time I'm sitting there like, well, who who's allowing this? Ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Y'all just gonna be in a huddle with him and act like y'all. That's why they lost the game because wasn't nobody focusing on the play. They was too busy looking at the top of his head like, well, I, I don't understand. I got a good barber. He can go to my barber. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds petty, but it's also, it's just distracting, bruh. It's like talking to somebody with a booger in their nose, and the whole time the booger is swinging back and forth with every breath, and you're like, is that shit going to shoot out? I don't know what's happening here. I know that you're talking right now, but I can't be focused on it because I got to see where this booger is about to let. It's the same thing. You want your team to win, you got to play your part, LeBron. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so, anyway. So, um. You know, everybody's talking about where LeBron's going to land next, possibly going to L.A. That would be great because I would absolutely go to them games just to be loud as hell in the stands. Um, and just to see, like, yeah, I would I would do it. I'm thinking, I'm hoping the tickets would still be kind of cheaps. You know, cheaps with an S on the end. Just still on the cheap side so I can go get a relatively good seat and just kick it. Like, that's all I want to do. I want to go to the game, kick it, watch a couple of plays, but more so look around and see what celebrities is there and just be loud as hell. Like, that seems fun as shit. Um, before I get into this, I want to add a new segment called Black Ass Appreciation Day. Um, so in honor of today's Black Ass Appreciation Day and the fact that summertime is rolling around, school is out, I feel like today should be Shoemaker Day. Now, I don't know if you where you from or what part of the U.S. or possibly uh, what part of the Caribbean your people have come from, but I'm from Mississippi. I mean, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> My people is from Mississippi and Alabama, right? And then from there, Haiti, um, I believe. Haiti, Dominican Republic. That's what I heard, right? Boom. So for those that don't know, the shoemaker is the person when you play a freeze tag and you everybody put their foot in and the shoemaker is the one that tap everybody's foot and do the little nursery rhyme joints to figure out who is going to be it, right? And as I say, that's the shoemaker tapping everybody's foot. Now, I, 
like I said, I'm from the Midwest. We call it the Shoemaker. I don't know where y'all from, but today is Shoemaker Appreciation Day. The Shoemaker was a coveted position. The Shoemaker had to be fair. The Shoemaker had to make sure they tapped everybody's foot. If they ran in reverse, it had to be an even reverse. They couldn't skip nobody's foot because they wanted their other friend to be it. They had to be fair and balanced. The Shoemaker was the first <laughs> Supreme Court judge. <laughs> of our childhood the shoemaker was the one that made the decision i feel like we can bring shoemaker shit back to real ass life i mean since the, our judicial system ain't shit they might as well bring in a shoemaker to solve this fbi russia <laughs> just bring in a shoemaker put in everybody foot trump manafort <laughs> michael flynn don jr my mama and your mama was hanging up clothes. <laughs> Whoever it at the end of that bitch is going to jail. Because <laughs> this Russell investigation, this shit is never going to end. I hope y'all know that. Please don't be sitting up here thinking that this Rus Russia investigation is going to end with any type of justice. It is absolutely not. We are we have gone too far. We have gone beyond. We have the president of the United States saluting Kim Jong Un like he is straight shouting him out, standing, fanning for this motherfucker. Like yeah, he's a he's a tough guy, but hey, you know what it is, what it is. They like you know he be killing people, right? Uh. <laughs> so I feel like at this point the shoemaker will probably give us the most justice we're gonna get. Throw everybody foot in the circle and let the shoemaker sort it out. So today, when this drops, it'll be July 15th, uh, is official shoemaker day, and this is your black ass appreciation day. <laughs> so mark your calendars down. And uh, you know, if you're listening to this on july 15th on june 15th i'm sorry if you listen to this on june 15th get five or six friends together and y'all somebody be the shoemaker and y'all play one game of freeze tag if you over 40 do a half game of freeze tag i'm gonna be honest right now i play i tried to play freeze tag when i was 30 I think the last time i tried to tag anybody legit in real life i was 31 31 and i thought i was gonna die and i'm not even trying to be funny like legit i thought i was gonna die my heart had not beat that fast in at least 15 years no at least yeah like tag is a whole other thing you know what i mean that's how i know i'm not ready for the zombie apocalypse because that is the <laughs> That is the ultimate game of tag. <sighs> Let me just say this, okay? Uh, these are some jokes that I'm just realizing are jokes. So um, if you hear this on stage, please know that this is the moment where this dumb shit was burned. <laughs> I ain't ready for the zombie apocalypse. I already know. I mean, especially if these motherfuckers can't touch you, specifically if the zombies are like from 28 days later. Now, if they're like from The Walking Dead, that slower, that fucking thriller video, fine. I'ma be okay. I'll probably last about two weeks. If them shits is like 28 days later, motherfucker, I am now a part of the zombie crew. <laughs> Give me my blood-stained t-shirt and a uh, whatever else comes with the job because it is a wrap i got about five minutes maybe that's only if i got a good hiding space that's only if i have a small child that i can throw in front of me to as a diversion <laughs> let me get into this goddamn show um all right so <sighs> fun story <clears throat> a report uh, <laughs> by there was a report um, in the New York Post, an article in the New York Post that says a large number, a shocking number of Americans are having sex at work. Uh, yeah. First of all, you know that to be true because how much are people having to work now because 
they're having to pay astronomical bills because people pay haven't gone up, but everything else the fuck has gone up, right? We're talking about rent has gone up, food has gone up, um, utilities have gone, taxes have gone up. All this shit has gone up. The, the cost of raising, raising a child has gone up. So yeah, motherfuckers are at work. People don't have time to be in a bar socializing and having a good ass time. People don't have time to be going on vacation. Most people are doing what? Staycations. Because what? They got to be close to the crib. They can't afford a flight. They can't afford no hotel shit. You know what I mean? They doing Airbnb. They got to stay in somebody else's house and possibly have their shit canceled or have the neighbors call the police. And then people don't, aren't, you know, the luxuries of life are not there anymore. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, people are at work all times of night. So, ladies, if your man is telling you, yeah, babe, I had to stay late at work. <sighs> and if you a dude that like to use that excuse, yeah, baby, you know I ain't going to be able to make because I got to stay late at work. You might want to get a new excuse. You might want to say some shit like, yo, it was a gunman and he had us all held captive for three days. <laughs> He took our phone. That's why I ain't call you. They still, they don't even know where he is. And he killed three people and I ain't even supposed to be telling nobody. <laughs> you better come up with a new excuse. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm talking to any dude and he tell me, oh, I'm not going to make it because I got to be at work. I'm going to be like, oh, well, you fucking that bitch. I'm immediately going to 10. Who is, oh, because the ugly bitch from the copy room? I don't know why. I mean, I don't even think people be in a copy room no more. That ain't even a job that people have no more. They can't afford to pay somebody to make copies. They like, bitch, you better make your own ass copies. That's what you better do. That's what you better damn do because we don't have no copy room person. Fuck you, me. Everybody get a key to the copy room and you take your ass in there with your little code so we know how much shit you copying. But yeah, so that's that's like, that's not going to happen no more. My thinking for workplace romances and workplace doing it is that it's not going to end well. Right? How does How do you... Break up with the person you got to see every day. That's the one thing about breaking up. You don't have to see this person no more. That's why it sucks when your exes want to come and hang around the family all the time. Come calling your mama, mama, bitch. Get, if you don't get the fuck out my grandmama backyard and take your ass home, bitch. No, shit. Hey, ma. Sir, no. You need me to move it? No, sir, bitch. No, you're not cleaning my mama garage out. Fuck you mean? No. Go. Get the fuck out of here. I just was thinking, maybe, you know, me and your dad was tight. So, bitch, <laughs> go get another dad. Fuck out of him. So, you know, that's the, that's the one thing about breaking up. You want to break. You need a break. How do you have a break if you got to go to work and be at work with this person? And then how do you start a new relationship when that person is still there low-key hating on you and shit like, oh, she did that thing. <laughs> you like, Javon, shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> shit because when i was with her you know dudes and their egos i ain't gonna front women we do that shit too like <laughs> you kiss him in the mouth <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> good luck with that says <laughs> like you, you you ain't even have to do that bitch you be sitting there eating your yogurt like mm, you know what <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's the stats, y'all. This is what they got. 44% of Americans have a full-fledged workplace romance. And that shit sound cool, but I mean, I just feel like that could go real wrong. And you keep that number in mind the next time something fall on your desk and you just want to eat it off your desk real quick. <laughs> oh, oh. 14% of Americans have actually had sex at their work at their place of work 14 percent. so which seems kind of low right if 44 percent of people are having workplace romances i would think it would be like 44 <laughs> percent of people having sex at work like what are y'all doing step your sex step your work sex game up son let me tell you something if my man worked at at my office shit no no surface is safe <laughs> 
I'll be like, don't touch that elevator button. <laughs> Sorry. One in five who have had sex at work have gotten caught red handed. Now, I've definitely had seen workplace romances. I've seen people think they were slick, but I, I'm already seeing through it like, mm, so y'all just going to both get up and leave together. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> Good luck, right? Like, no. I, I've peeped it, but I've never necessarily caught somebody red-handed, right? And who, how do you even, <sighs> how do you go back to work after somebody that's seen you getting blazed on your desk, son? I mean, the shit sounds sexy as hell. Don't get it twisted. Like, I've been in my office and looked out of a window. I remember I worked on the 30, 41st floor, New York, the corner of Lexington and 40, 41st, right? Um, 44, 42nd. But I was looking out the side window, and it was kind of facing a more, like, what is that? It was facing west. So I wasn't looking at 42nd Street. I wasn't looking at 41st. I was looking, like... Um, across Lexington in another building, and I definitely seen some people bully. I was like, D. <laughs> I was like, Tennis. Like, I was hype. I ain't gonna even front out. I was hype. I enjoyed it. It was a great show. Uh, I think I might have applauded. Like, they got it in. I was like, This is a Gatorade commercial because they are going off. Um, but I've never like actually seen somebody actually like caught somebody getting it in in the office. And because I'm childish, I would bring that shit up every time I seen them. It don't matter what the fuck we talking about. I'd be like, <laughs> like that time you were spraying, like it would just be, I would definitely be in the sensitivity training <laughs> and the sexual harassment shit. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. What's the stat? One in one in ten have had sex with their boss. Let me just say this, um, because you know, at this point, we you got to question whether that shit was consensual. Did you want to do this shit? Was you trying to save this job and keep some money in your pocket to pay for daycare? Because as I heard it, daycare ain't no motherfucking joke. So, um. Yeah, like that one is just kind of like, I feel like I need an investigation. We need a further investigation on a one in 10. <laughs> uh, but um, here, are the, here are the top 10 ways that they're saying to flirt with your workplace crush. Um, constantly joking around with them. So, but that's our, for, for women, it's like, once I see a chick that's always hee hee and ha ha with my man, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, are oh, you going to laugh at this bitch jokes? I'm the only comedian in this motherfucking conversation. So what what, what about this bitch is so funny, huh? They'll be bringing up no old shit that happened at work and, oh, I should have been there. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at somebody's jokes, we already know that's the, the number one way into a man's heart is to laugh at some corny-ass jokes. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Try to hang out with them outside of work. So, uh-huh. See, all of this translate for me, the shit that you look for. So this shit should be the top 10 things to look for that says your man is fucking a bitch at, your, at his office. <laughs> Going out to lunch with them. Look at them a lot. That's not something you can know about, but... Ask them pointless questions just as an excuse to talk. Yeah. Chatting on instant message. Yeah. Make a coffee or drink for them. Mm, you got to watch that shit. You got to see what the fuck going in there. Like, why is this powdery film on there? Oh, no, that's the coffee mate. All right, coffee mate. Fuck you, man. Um, work late just to hang. Mm-hmm. Working late. Talk about. Y'all seen two can play that game. This is, this is all two can play that game. This will fucked up Keith and old girl, Sean, Keith and Shantae. Why do I remember that? That is fucking nuts. But Keith and Shantae relationship. <laughs> yeah, baby, I'm working late. Remember they was in a club and she looked across the dance floor and that motherfucker was in there. <laughs> After the party. 
Why was that like the after work song of two, from 2002 to 2008? <laughs> okay, this is so fucking stupid. Uh, <sighs> all right, so shout out to everybody that's getting it in at work. Congratulations, y'all. You're a statistic. <laughs> And you know who know all this shit? You know who they probably polled for all this information? The cleaning lady. You know the cleaning lady got all the tea like shit. It was mad condoms in this receptacle. It was condoms. I ran into the bathroom. I seen this. I see, caught them in the pantry. Da, da, da. And whoever is running the cameras in this office, that's who That's who they polled for this. The people running the camera, security, and the cleaning ladies cleaning people the cleaning staff let me say that the cleaning staff they know all the tea they see everything they why you in there banging it out in the room you don't realize that some window washer <laughs> got your shit on porn up <clears throat> anyway uh what else is going on um there is a video game developer um, that has created a school shooting video game called Active Shooter. Um, it was created by a 21-year-old developer out of Moscow, Russia. His name is Anton Makarevsky. 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 Ma fuck it Makarevsky I'm probably saying it wrong but listen it's too many consonants together and I just can't <laughs> but he's created this game called actor shooter where you can be the shooter or you can be the SWAT team that's coming in to stop the shooter and it was posted online um and it was uh, marketed by his own company called asset software and he's refusing to take it down because it's his first amendment right and a lot of the a lot of the people who are complaining are um coming from people who have either been through this and it's it's in a school and it's just like bro god damn like really you going to do that like that's how raggedy our country is that people are putting video games up about the traumatic shit that's happening in our country you know what i mean i mean listen much like call of duty is war zones in other country it's like this is the american war zone at this point is i mean besides the war zone that black people live every day when it comes to police and police violence and motherfucking racist that but you know i can <clears throat> mm -hmm. okay so markarevsky go back gang go back active shooter go back anton go back okay boom moscow russia so basically trump probably getting some money from this exactly um but he had an indiegogo up and people were contributing to the uh the indiegogo and indiegogo end up stepping up and doing a responsible thing and being like you know what let me just give all you fucking psychos your money back because i'm not gonna do this um but here's the thing i've uh, i've been said i've been a strong advocate for in the belief that these video games are what are promoting these motherfucking nut jobs. I'm not saying these people ain't crazy. I'm not saying they, you know, that it doesn't help that they have access to these guns. But I think what's putting the idea in their head is that they are sitting in front of these games playing this shit all day. I'm talking about Call of Duty. I'm talking about Metal Gear Solid. I'm talking about any game where you walk up and shoot somebody in the fucking face. And, and you're playing this shit for hours. At a certain point, I think these people are thinking to themselves, I wonder what it'd be like to shoot somebody for real in the face. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying if you somebody who already on the edge of crazy, you got that little dropper, you haven't taken a dropper of medication, <laughs> that two ounces, if you got two ounces of crazy in you already, and you're playing this game for hours and hours and hours at a time, yeah, I think the thought would absolutely enter your brain. I think you would absolutely want to possibly want to see what that looks like in real life, what it would look like to walk up on somebody and shoot them in the fucking face. I do. 
So this shit is scary. And sir, you can't be in motherfucking Russia marketing this game over here. No, you market that game to motherfuckers over there. And then y'all can deal with that shit. Don't have people in this country where we already got a problem with these fucking racist ass white people that don't want to listen. I say racist because this is what I, I'm telling you what I believe. I believe these motherfucking racist ass white people do not want to give, they don't want gun control because their brain is thinking black people and people of color are going to get us back for all the, the ills that we've done to the, to the rest of the world. So we need guns and we need everybody to have guns. We don't give a fuck how crazy they are. We'll take our chances with these nut jobs. And it, as long as there's guns, when, at the time we need guns boom there it is i'm telling you right now that's what it is <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um so net neutrality has officially been repealed so i posted on the black ass podcast instagram twitter a few times about how important net neutrality is so net neutrality is basically where the um President Obama put in place that they had to give offer, every, every source had to offer service in the exact same way so that it couldn't be a situation where if you pay more money, then you'll get more of this. You can, you know, you can get more service if you pay this. It's like, no, the internet is supposed to be free and that was the point of net neutrality. So these fucking evil ass the fucking axis of evil came together and they ended net neutrality. So now it's possible. It's not clear what's going to happen yet, but it's possible that, oh, for this package, you can get Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, and so for so many hours of the month, you know what I mean? For a certain amount of money, you can get this package for this money, you know, you can get um you can get Snapchat and YouTube and Netflix for this amount of money or you know you can for unlimited amount of money I mean for unlimited access to everything on the internet you just paid this amount of money you know what I mean as opposed to everything being open to us because that's what the like the the idea that these people feel like they own the internet is fucking nuts it's like the person who wants to own grapes bitch how do you own grapes how do you own something that are, is our first of all i mean maybe that was a bad comparison but you know the idea of owning shit that was already created is fucking nuts to me like i don't understand that but fine but the internet is so vast it's like we're all contributing to the internet the internet is for everyone. It should be free, period. This is why, this is where it gets scary for people of color. And this is why net neutrality was so important for us. And this is why I think it was overturned and repealed. Boom. When you think about all of the movements and things that have been made, how people are joining forces, how Black Lives Matter came to be, how many police have been um, caught on video, how many people have lost their jobs, how many races have been exposed because of the internet, right? Because some boy posted that picture of Mike Brown laying on the ground in Ferguson. That was how the rest of the world even knew about Ferguson. That's how Black Lives Matter came to be. That's how any of this even became a thing. We would have never in our whole ass life ever seen anything about Terrence Crutcher. We wouldn't have known shit about Alton Sterling. We wouldn't have known shit about Philando Castile. We wouldn't have known nothing about Tamir Rice. Not, none of this shit would have happened if, like, none of the movement, none of the outrage, nothing, we would have been living our lives like, oh, this dude was, um, was fighting police outside of a store because for years, for, you know, eons and eons, we've been conditioned to take the word of police. Let me take that back. White people have been conditioned to take the word of the police because they're the police and they're here to protect and service. We, you can't 
just say that the police are doing something they're not doing because they wouldn't do that. They took an oath. The police took an oath to, to, to protect and serve, and that's what they're going to do because the police are like guardian angels of our neighborhoods, of our communities, of our country, and we have to respect the police, and if people don't respect the police, then what do you expect? To, what's going to be? Right. Meanwhile, black people are like, man, fuck the police. I already know what. Listen. I was in a car with my brother. We got pulled over by the police. A police officer came up to the car and put had the gun to my brother's head. So, I don't, all this shit about police, I don't give a fuck. I don't trust shit police say. Because if he would have shot my brother in the head in front of me, thereby traumatizing me for the rest of my life, fucking our whole ass family up, who knows what happened to my mama? You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows how that would have spiraled into so much other just detrimental shit for my family, right? That man would have went back to the police precinct and said... Uh, I came to the car. I, I before I can even ask for license registration, he started fighting me. Right, and everybody at that police station is gonna stand behind that blue line, and they're gonna say, "Yep, you're right." And you know, all of a sudden, don't nobody have no body cam. All of a sudden, there's no video from any of the locations that's pointing. And this was like ninety. This was two thousand and maybe one two. So, but no. Nobody was using it. And it wasn't no fucking Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, nothing. That motherfucker could have killed my brother, turned around and shot me right there in the car. And went back to the police precinct. He could have planned a gun. Some more, Listen, everything that, all of the worst scenarios could have happened and nobody would have questioned it is what I'm saying. Because we had this belief that police were these upstanding people. And now since the internet and since social media it has been exposed to mostly white people because black people already fucking knew that police are fucking trash. Now, am I saying all police are trash? Not necessarily. But the fact that this shit has been going on for as long as it has been and nobody is being held responsible, then my stance is, yes, police are fucking trash. I stand by that. I'm going to say what I say. Feel how I want to feel how you want to motherfucking feel. And it, yeah, your uncle is a motherfucking police officer. And yeah, your granddaddy. And yeah, they protect it. I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? That shit is not going to bring motherfucking Alton Sterling back to his family. That shit is not going to bring Steph, Stephen, um, my man Stephen, back to his family. That shit is not going to put Sterling Brown teeth back in his motherfucking mouth. So fuck your feelings about what I just said, okay? Now, in order for me to unfuck the police for the for the rest of eternity, then I'm going to need them to collectively come together. I'm going to need there to be laws passed and police held accountable. I'm going to need them to stop going on motherfucking leave and and um temper and death duty or whatever the fuck they be doing while they cashing checks and then let the shit die down and then they ass is back out patrolling and murdering people. So I'm going to need, how about this? I'm going to just need somebody to go and find out where the fuck Daniel Holt's claw is. Y'all don't remember him? <laughs> well, I do. He was a police officer that got um, indicted for raping mad women in, in Oklahoma. He got sentenced to 230-something years, and then all of a sudden they can't find him in the system. All of a sudden, don't nobody know where the fuck this man is. He's supposed to go to prison. They ain't got no death certificate. He just ain't in the fucking system. How when, how the fuck, when did that start happening? How the fuck did they just lose, how do you lose a whole ass person in the prison system? Ain't nobody brought it back up. Ain't nobody gave no update. Ain't nobody said, oh shit, he was just in the bathroom. He had the runs and that's, it was count day and that's just what it is. Meanwhile, they still releasing people from jail that's been, that spent 30 and goddamn 20 something years in jail for a crime they didn't commit and then want to, then they come out of jail and then giving them a dollar. Let me just fuck the police, fuck the judicial system, fuck the prosecution, and fuck the de defense attorneys. Fuck everybody that is a part of this system that continues to reward police officers for murdering black people and never holding these motherfuckers accountable. But all, but these these same motherfucking officers can just you know 
just talk down a white boy with a motherfucking assault rifle and a flamethrower on his back like he and goddamn active shooter and they can just act they can just bring him down and, and just get him to surrender you know they just can but meanwhile we'll punch a man the mesa police out here punching motherfuckers in the face because they're standing there unarmed not even posing a threat but because they're not doing some shit exactly when they say to do it in that very fucking second they're I, you know what I'm not gonna do I'm just not gonna I can't take this energy to the end of this I, we had a good time talking about fucking in the office I had a blast um and I'm just not gonna I just can't I'm not gonna do this what I'll, I'll go to this so black people still getting fucked up at the Waffle House and um you know the thing is is that I feel like you should already be in formation. You know what I'm saying? Some things I just can't, you know what I mean? You not, this ain't the night, this ain't the civil rights movement. You're not integrating a fucking Waffle House. Waffle House has been trash. That it has been, you know, it has been stated. I thought we were all in agreement. We all put our hands in. We put our hands in. Fuck Waffle House on three, one, two, three, fuck Waffle House. And then y'all bitches still want to go to Waffle House. Like, what the f there's nothing else to eat in your fucking county there's no black woman frying fish in her house that you can go and get this motherfucking fish there's no crown fried there, uh, you know what i mean you can't just go to you can't go to the store get some hungry jack that shit is like two dollars get a, somebody got a waffle maker right somebody got one of them made for tv <laughs> The shit, the shit that you put the mix in, you put the eggs and put the ingredients in the middle and it's like, it's already in the train. They, nobody got that. I mean, Macy's always got a motherfucking Labor Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day, you know, President's Day. It's always a fucking sale at Macy's. You mean to tell me that nobody got a waffle maker that you know y'all can't just go or just fuck it make some pancakes you can't be at your house and just make some pancakes you have to go to the waffle house this shit is amazing me you know what i mean so you know there was a dude little boy took his sister to prom and got hemmed up at the waffle house body slammed on the curb and yes it is fucked up but i'm also like but we talked about this you know what I mean? Also, it was a, just a black dude calling customer service. Like, how do you fuck? Customer service at a fucking Waffle House is an oxymoron. There is no fucking customer service at goddamn Waffle House. What do you, who, who you calling, bitch? You just on the phone, representative. You trying to wait for the fucking representative? Are you talking to a computer and then the representative come on the line? Who are you trying to talk to on this fucking phone so, so you can... You in there arguing with a bitch at Waffle House over a dollar and fifty when you already wasted your time and your money even going over to that bitch. So how about you take your black ass home, but instead you want to turn up and then look surprised when a the police there choking you the fuck out. And listen, I'm not saying fuck like listen, it is fuck the police into eternity. You understand what I'm telling you? Like, just until. Dot dot dot, goddammit, right? But it's like, but y'all knew this shit already. You know what I mean? Or was it because this black woman was sexually assaulted in a Waffle House that now y'all don't give a fuck? That is, it's not important yet and it really doesn't matter. I know that's another conversation, you know, black people, we gonna have to have it though. But I'm just saying that, you know, we need, formation is, we need formation. And everybody, I don't want to be one thinking. We shouldn't all have to. Yeah, maybe I hear what the fuck you're talking about. But in certain situations, fuck that no. Just fuck that no. You know what I mean? Especially for some shit like Waffle House, bitch. This ain't, uh, this ain't like the best fucking restaurant ever. This ain't like this the only place you can ever get a waffle. Period. This the only, and I get it. Some places, listen, I'm from Flint, Michigan. In Flint, Michigan, after 2, after 2 a.m., it was two restaurants open. That is the fuck it. Two. But trust and believe, if at both of those restaurants, somebody had been body slammed, the police had ripped the girl's shirt off, all this crazy, punched them, you know what I mean? Punch somebody, knock they fucking tooth out, arrest somebody for no reason, 
I'm not going to either one, period. I'm taking my motherfucking ass home, period. I'm going to set up a grill outside the club in the parking lot, and I'm going to just cook up some dogs, and we're going to kick it in the parking lot, whatever it has to be. But I'm not going to this fucking restaurant. So I'm telling the story to say this. Get the fucking formation or don't post this video and don't ask for no motherfucking help because no. Just no. Because you you operating outside the, the guidelines of what the fuck we said we was going to do when we came out of this huddle. Do we need to go back in the huddle? That's my question. So, I mean... I don't have no feelings about it. you want to eat them watery ass. I've never been to a Waffle House and felt like, God damn, that was good ever. There's nothing in that bitch that I felt like, man, shit ever. Period. And if you at Waffle House eating that food, feeling like, man, this the best shit I ever had in my life. I'm going to need you to go back and have a family sit down meeting. Y'all need to talk to somebody and figure out where y'all went wrong in your family tree and correct it get ayala by the house lay on her titties and cry whatever y'all need to do but y'all need to fix this shit because waffle house food is not something that i'm risking getting slammed by the police over ever ever <sighs> all right in a new segment i'm gonna call i'm gonna just say this i'm gonna just say this man Fuck James Comey. And if you motherfuckers is out here acting like James Comey is some kind of Amer of American hero, fuck you too. This is all James Comey's fault. And we need to make sure that he knows that. Why are people sitting up here interviewing him like he's some kind of fucking savior? Fuck James Comey. You're not going to tell me that James Comey didn't strike some kind of deal with Trump. He thought shit was going to lay out a whole nother way. Didn't realize Trump been a liar since before this motherfucker even thought about becoming president. So, so he got played just like everybody else that's ever done business with Trump got played besides maybe NeNe because she was cashing Trump checks, as she liked to bra brag and boast about. But other than that, everybody else, the people that built his hotel, the people that did any kind of work for him, motherfuckers been getting played. So James Comey got fucking played. Now all of a sudden he want to come out and talk about how shit went. Bitch, fuck you, James Comey. This is your fucking fault. All right. <laughs> all right. So finally, um, this is, uh, um, I don't know if you've been paying attention or even read some of the stories or the reports about the families being separated at the borders um, in this country, but I just want to say that this is probably the most sickening shit that I've seen in this country in my lifetime as an adult you know, that, I, like, this is the equivalent of slaves having their babies taken. And just the fact that people are trying to make any kind of, like, excuse for this is beyond me right first of all what the fuck are they somebody brought up a great point the other day and just shout out to that person i forgot who it was they were like okay there's 1500 boys in this center in texas where the fuck are the girls let me tell you let's take a let's take a trip down history lane with white people and children of color right and yeah, I said white people because fuck you, I said it. There, there was a time, and I watched this um, documentary about these women, these now women, older women. At the time, they were girls. This is during the civil rights time. And uh, the girls that were taken during, like when everybody was rounded up and taken to jail, there were girls that were taken and put into a whole other cell, a whole other jail in the woods didn't nobody know about. And these officers would come and rape them. So where are these little girls? 
let's take it back even further than that. Let's take it back to sex camps. And if you don't know what sex camps are and you're a person of color, I'm going to need you to go read about what sex camps are. If you're a white person, you feel like, oh, well, slavery wasn't that bad. I mean, they had meals and they had housing and they, I mean, some of them had great relationships with it. Go look up motherfucking sex camps, bitch. Do that for me. Okay. And then I ask again, where are these little girls? There's 15, and I mean, granted, who knows what the fuck is happen to, happening to these little boys in here? Because we know, we are very clear what happens when certain men have power over other people. Men, women, children, boys, girls, cats, dogs, rats, motherfucking sheep. Listen, we are, there is a, there's a whole motherfucking spot in another in Sweden I think it is where they come and they just fuck animals just cause you know they they just want to fuck animals so boom so that that should clear up any question about well what, what do you mean where are the girls or what do you mean somebody has power that's what that's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about so you have 1500 children that are coming to this country looking for something, looking for some motherfucking help, looking for any chance, looking, looking to get away from the trauma and drama and everything else that's happening in their lives, right? The other day they ripped a breastfeeding baby out of their mother's hand. I don't even have kids. I don't even have kids. But let me tell you something. What, I'm not, what I wouldn't be able to stomach is being a person in this situation thinking and saying, yeah, take that baby. Or standing by as they snatch this child out of this woman's hands. A Who gonna breastfeed this baby? Who's gonna feed this baby? Who knows what the fuck this baby needs? Any kind, you just, what the fuck is the mindset of someone who agrees to take this job? What is the mindset of someone that stands by and says, well, that's just the law and I can't do nothing about it. You know, that's the same shit they said about us. That's the same thing they say. That's the same shit white people stand on to this day. Well, that was the culture. And I mean, what are you supposed to do? Bitch, you ain't supposed to be a part of it. That's what the fuck you can do. Like, so I go back to the point I made earlier. If you don't see what the fuck is happening and that shit doesn't make you a little un unnerved, that that shit don't make you a little nervous. If you sitting around as a person of color in this country thinking, oh, well, that's them and they shouldn't have came over here and it is what it is, you better motherfucking check your history books, bitch. You better, you better start thinking about, oh, damn. If they do that to them because that's the law, and these are the people that are making laws. And these are the people that are electing people to make the laws. Then what the fuck are the next laws? That's all I got, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Man, I'm sending my prayers to everybody that is in Texas. I, I don't, if you know of anything that, if you know of any organizations, if you have any information on ways that we can make our voices heard besides signing petitions, I'm going to, I'm going to be researching every petition that I find. I'm going to post it. Please sign it. Please make your voices heard. Please do not sit back and act like this is okay because it's not happening to you or that the people who, these people don't look like you or you feel like that's not your story. That's all I got, man. Thank y'all so much for listening to Black Ass Podcast. I appreciate every last one of y'all. Thank you to everybody that listens to the podcast. And when I meet you out, you like, bitch. And I'll be like, bitch. Y'all be like, bitch. I'll be like, bitch. <laughs> if you're not already, please follow the podcast, Black Ass Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, you can follow me, hrcomedy.com, for all of my social media. I'm super excited to announce that I will be um, performing. Um, it's not so much a performance, but it's more of a, a reading on the Secret Society of the Sisterhood right here in L.A. And um, it's an amazing show of powerful, wonderful women telling different stories. So I am now adding storyteller to what? My resume. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I also will be on the Vagical Tour. Um, that is going across the country to help raise money and awareness about Planned Parenthood. Um, and I will be stopping in Detroit. So Detroit, come through, come see the show. It's going to be amazing. And of course, I'll be there. Um, and then 
I got some other stuff coming up. Check the website, hrcomedy.com. I'll be posting everything to that website. Um, and of course, uh, the Patreon page is still open, people. So, you know, let the church say amen. If you want to put something in that collection plate, <laughs> you, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. Patreon is your opportunity to help me financially bring you this podcast with whatever the ancestors tell you to don't just whatever is in your spirit you know what i'm saying listen if you want to give me a hundred dollars you can just you better come on through because you can ain't nobody stopping you listen though the 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 options that i have up there you ain't gotta live out of my options you know what i'm saying you can do you that's all I'm, you can do you okay so um once again that's patreon.com slash black ass podcast p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com um and that's it man thank you so much um oh question a question this week who's blazing in the office who's got a little sex going on in the office or have you had a sex going on in the office and how did it end what happened uh if you want to use a fake name you absolutely can use a fake name do not play yourself and in your marriage trying to be a part of this podcast <laughs> you can send your responses to blackasspodcast at gmail.com thank you guys once again so much have a great weekend i'm out peace <laughs>